again, podcast people. It's Corey with another installment, and today's topic is going to be about Saturn and Saturn energy and how that relates to foundations, to building the foundations of specifically a spiritual path. But as I've said before, a spiritual path is just a life path. And as it relates to my calling, And really anyone can understand what I'm going to be talking about because I believe everyone has a calling of some kind. And so what does Saturn have to do with that? Well, in astrology, Saturn is known as the delayer as well as the foundation layer, laying the foundations of the very basic mastery not just of external skills. We can look at Saturn as as that energy as being a great teacher to an apprentice. Um, one analogy would be a really hardcore, experienced Olympic skating coach where their methods might seem bordering on even torturous, (laughs) but it helps to produce in the student a level of skills and mastery that is unbeatable. But also beyond that, beyond what Saturn energy can delay or keep someone from achieving the success that they believe they want, that they're attached to getting, is Saturn energy is very much about cultivating an inner state of being, a foundational inner state of being that is so strong and so solid that regardless of what's going on or not going on in life, that foundation remains. And for a lot of people in astrology, in Western tropical astrology, there's an understanding of Saturn as the taskmaster, the punisher, the delayer, like I said, the energy that keeps us from getting what we want or what we believe we need, the energy that seems to delay success or achievement or happiness. And in Vedic astrology, Jyotish, Saturn is understood pretty differently. And I have found that understanding of Saturn in Jyotish to be far more helpful, but also expansive and full of potential. Let me explain. (laughs) Sometimes when myself, I can only speak for myself, when I would be looking at Western tropical astrology, I would see a lot of relating to Saturn as the karmic, the bearer of karma, and which is true in Jyotish as well, but our understanding of karma here in America is usually kind of skewed, and it's skewed more towards the religious, patriarchal, Abrahamic model of punishment and reward. Whereas in the East, in India, there can be flavors of that, but it, it's far more about karma and karmic cycles 
are very neutral. It's just cause and effect, action and consequence. It really doesn't have anything to do with punishment, reward, good, bad, God doling out some fun goodies or God doling out punishment for you being a bad little kid. So we have a really skewed understanding of karma here in the West. Also, there are different kinds of karmas. But I won't go into that because as a student, I don't necessarily have a really great understanding through experience. But I have a, a fairly solid understanding of individual karma as it relates to astrology charts, specifically Jyotish charts. And so my own experience with Saturn energy has been about delay and seeming failures and stuff like that. But in Jyotish, Saturn being the, the bearer of karmas, it's far, far less about, it's actually not at all in Jyotish, about being kept from what you want and all about what are the cycles, what are the beliefs, behaviors, and even deeper than that, the states of being that you carry as an individual throughout all your lifetimes up until this lifetime. Karmic debt or karmic, just karma in general, is all about patterns, cycles. And they are usually cycles and patterns that we're not consciously aware of. Or if we're consciously aware of them, we just can't seem to escape them. And this is where Saturn comes in as being the guru. I know that Jupiter is seen as the great teacher or the guru. And that's also true in Jyotish. But Saturn is kind of regarded as the ultimate hardcore OG guru. Saturn is the renunciate living in a cave high in the Himalayas for 200 years <laughs> and mastering the discipline of surrender with the goal of liberation. And in Vedic spiritual systems and just in Eastern and Indian spiritual systems in general, everything is really a tool geared towards supporting someone in their life and spiritual evolution. So regardless of what's going on in someone's individual chart, the potential is there. It's, it's not so much of a fatalistic, although it can be, and it has progressed as being this fatalistic, here's what's going to happen and here's how it's going to happen and you can never escape it. Um, it was originally intended really for being a tool to show people what their tendencies are, aka their karmas, as well as the potential there for breaking those cycles and patterns so that they can experience liberation or freedom spiritually, physically, and in every other way, mentally, emotionally, in this lifetime. That's the whole sort of purpose is this focus on your spiritual evolution in this lifetime to the best, greatest, most expansive potential or possibility 
that you could experience. And so in those systems, liberation and freedom is the ultimate goal of breaking the cycle and pattern of being stuck on the wheel of rebirth and reincarnation, as well as just the wheel of suffering. You continue in these cycles and these patterns over and over and over again, and you continue to suffer where there's all this potential if you know how to explore it, if you know how to actually surrender to it, there's all this potential for freedom and liberation from those cycles, and that's Saturn. Okay, so it's not, it's not about barring someone and punishing someone and keeping someone from their joy. It's about understanding that there really can't be those things, the success, the joy, the experiences that we're all seeking, we all wanna be happy until it's understood that, first of all, you gotta break these cycles that keep you stuck, become aware and basically take responsibility for them. I know that can be a bit of a nuanced conversation, so put a pin in that <laughs> around personal responsibility. But also, it's about laying the foundations within your inner state of being so that you can be free. There's a saying, uh, I don't know who said it, I don't know how to reference it appropriately right now, but it just came to mind, that moksha or freedom or even the state of samadhi, which experienced meditators are basically striving to achieve the state of bliss and oneness with all of life and spirit is a happy accident. You can't force it. It's not a goal. It's not something that you can decide to achieve. It just happens when it's ready to happen. However, you can make it so that accident is more, that happy accident is more likely to happen. You can have discipline, a disciplined commitment and devotion to a certain spiritual path in such a way so that you are prepared for that accident to happen, or, ra or rather you're available for grace. You're available for, you're primed and prepared and ready to receive the gift, the, the happy accident of oneness and bliss and ultimately freedom. So what does that have to do with foundations? This all has to do with laying the foundations within yourself so that you are moving through life in a way that is not only stable and resilient and strong, but also aligned, aligned with ultimate truths, all the truths of nature and spirit, but also your own individual truth, your dharma, the path of spiritual growth, but also service that you originally came here into birth again to achieve an experience. So this all has been a long preamble to relate to my own individual calling to heal. And like I said at the beginning, this can pertain to really anyone with a calling. And I believe everyone is called in some way. When I was informed of my calling, 
as I mentioned before, I wasn't expecting it. There was really an out of left field kind of thing. And for many people with an ancestral calling to heal, that's true. That's a, that's a pretty common thing. And those people, including myself, will meet that information that they have a calling with a lot of resistance. So much resistance, so much fear, so much confusion, so much grief. Because for a lot of us, one reason for that is we've been denying or repressing and resisting that truth. That truth that we're called to heal for ages and ages, sometimes even a lifetime. And it can go so deep that you don't even know that you were denying and repressing and ignoring it. You're not even aware. I wasn't. I wasn't even aware that I was ignoring and repressing it. But underneath my false self, layers, identities, beliefs, desires, attachments, my own spirit, the part of me that is the wisest and truest eternal self, knew all along my whole life, my spirit knew that I was resisting, denying, ignoring this calling. But when I was informed that I had a calling, I, who I think I am, the false self stuff, what people call ego, was still in control. And so I continued to resist. That was a while of thrashing and churning and tantruming, trying to regain control and be in control and not surrender to this calling. But eventually I was like, okay, let's do this. Maybe it'll be okay. It was a partial acceptance of it. And I convinced myself that that partial acceptance of it was a full and total surrender. I had a lot of ideas about how evolved I was how wise I was, how ready I was. I was so convinced that I was ready. But I mean, I was still trying to run the show. And that's ingrained in all of us in some way. It continues to be taught and sold in any industry, but in the spiritual industries for sure. And I definitely had that conditioning and understanding as well about how spirit and life and nature works. Had a whole lot of conditioning to unlearn. It's been a lot of unlearning, not a whole lot of new stuff, a lot of unlearning all the old stuff. So what I would do is I would like approach my ancestors and spirit with like, okay, cool. All right, we'll do this but here's what I want and here's how I want to do it. Let's get it done. Let's get it done and get it over with as quickly as possible. Let's get her done. That way, this is my belief and thinking. This is my karmic cycle. This is my pattern. This is the cycle that was so deep inside of me that I didn't even realize it was a cycle. I'm, I'm thinking and believing and feeling, okay, that way, if I can get her done and do this effing job that apparently I'm called to do and I can't ever avoid or escape, at least I can have a job. 
at least I can finally tell people that I'm contributing to society in some valuable way. Even if people are looking at me side-eye like, oh, you're a healer. Well, that's the bullshit. At least it's something to put on my LinkedIn resume. At least it's something to tell auntie whoever who sends an email at Christmas time and wants to know, quote, what I've been up to because my entire adult life was such a blocked off failure, according to all of society, that finally here was at least the possibility of something that I could claim as a job and as an identity, and I could like get some skills with it and like just do some stuff earn some money at least, at least, even if I was never successful at it, even if it never made me famous or important or special, I could at least tell people I have a job, I'm doing some work, I'm no longer the debilitated, disabled little girl in the basement, the damaged, wounded, pathetic failure. And that was my massive wound. And this is also where Saturn energy can come in. Saturn will focus on, as an energy, your biggest wound. Your biggest wounds are also your cycles, are also your karmas, your patterns that will follow you to the ends of the earth until, until I reached a point where more than making my patterns and cycles work, more than desiring to get what I want out of life, I had and began to have a greater desire to be free from all of that. That became my biggest desire, the greatest desire to be free of the desire to get what I want. It's the desire to be free of the desire to get what I want, how I want it, the way it should be. That's Saturn. Saturn is about surrender. And it was about patience. Even more than just patience, it was about being timeless. I was hearing that clock ticking. I was feeling the pressure. You gotta get some sort of job. You gotta have a role. You gotta be something in this world. And that clock was ticking. Every second that went by that I wasn't somebody, that I couldn't participate as an adult in society, was just one more second of proof. It was just one more 10 pound weight every second dropped on me of proof that I was a failure and a loser and I would always be. So this is what I'm resisting. This is what I'm struggling with and thrashing against and tantruming against. And it, that's a real thing. That is a real, real thing. That is a big core wound that goes not just from my own individual experience, but this is a lineage thing. This is a lineal thing. Deep, deep time from deep time, the cycles, the cycles, the spirals over and over in my body in this life. 
So there I was, partially accepting this calling, wondering why nothing's happening still. Why am I not getting anywhere? And I continued to resist that too, resisting upon resisting upon resisting. They are cycles that feed themselves and I was so angry and hurt. Like, wasn't it good enough that I'm grudgingly accepting this painful, scary, lonely calling business? So, okay, fine. Here I am. I'm here. Let me manifest what I believe and what I think and what I want is right for me. Let's do this. Come on. Give me something. Throw me a bone. But what I was resisting those months and years, what I was thrashing and fighting against, among a bunch of other things, I was fighting against laying the foundation. The solid foundation of mastery, skill, discipline, but above all else, above anything of what I'm doing outside of myself, that inner state of being, of solid, grounded, rooted, real, patient, and even more than patient, timeless, no longer appealing to the clicking talk, ticking clock (laughs) of what other people want, what other people expect, what society is expecting and demanding of me, timeless, free of all of it. But In my resistance, I had convinced myself that I was fully ready and able for my path. I don't need to do any more work. There's nothing else to do here. I have all the skills and foundation that I could ever possibly need. I am ready, but that was not true. That was not true. I still lacked foundational stones, roots. I'm going to stop here and just do this as a two-part thing, I think. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. Saturn energy coming through super hardcore right now. I love it. It's a beautiful thing. It is not sexy. It is not appealing. I could not sell this to anyone. And even if I tried, people would just be like, "Mm, bitch, no. But here it is anyway. And I, I hope more than hope. Hope is a bad word. I don't want to use it anymore. I feel like I want to share this life experience that I've had with someone, with anyone, and maybe it'll help. Okay, thanks. Bye.